Hey everybody, this is Brian Bickford from Mainly Matters, the travel and tourism channel. As you know, I discuss Maine tourism issues, adventure and excursions, and what makes Maine vacation land. You know, there's about 37 million people that come to the state every single year for tourism, you know, and you know, the drivers are not just from away, but also the drivers are local. You know, what's really important to us, you know, as a state is attracting those people in different parts of the state. Um, and there's different drivers for that, you know, particularly as one that is very dear to me growing up playing hockey in Maine as a, as a Mainer. You know, it was really key to kind of, you know, once we got a sports team in Portland, that just blew our minds. That made us credible, you know. And so, you know, we left, you know, the Portland Pirates left us, you know, and then, of course, Smart people came back and they said, hey, listen, we want to really believe in Portland, uh, in this stadium. And so they brought back the Maine Mariners. And I believe, you know, one of our subject matter uh, experts that we have actually invited today is Adam Goldberg, uh, Vice President of uh, Business Operation. Hi, Adam. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for being part of us today. You know, this is something to unravel for us because... There's the sports side of it, and then there's the business side of it. You know, the attractor for us, you know, in this conversation is about getting people into your stadium. You know, the stadium, I believe, is about 6,000 seats. Um, you know, it's, it's a big, there's a lot that can go wrong with that. There's a lot that can go right with that. Um, talk to me, talk to our, our audience a little bit about, you know, how you attract uh, visitors, you know, to the venue. Sure. Well, yeah, I think honestly, the arena size is perfect for uh, minor league hockey. I The stop I was at before Portland was Hartford. I was with the Hartford Wolfpack, an AHL affiliate of the New York Rangers. Right. And that arena housed the Hartford Whalers. So there were 16, 17,000 seats there. So uh, regardless of crowd size, it always looked a bit cavernous. So mm -hmm. to have a bit of a smaller setting um, really creates uh, a, a much better atmosphere. Um, and as far as how to drive people to the Mariners. Really, um, certainly we're going to get the hockey fans. We're going to get the people that want to go to a live sporting event. But also our games really hit on the community connection. So we've got various uh, community drives and collections throughout the year. We've got uh, a strong focus on community relations. So uh, what I like about minor league sports is you can come to a game and there could be a grandmother at her first ever hockey game, but she's there because her, her granddaughter is singing the national anthem and she looks up and all of a sudden she sees her neighbor is sitting next to her. Who's been a lifelong hockey fan that right. just found out that there's a team locally. So it really, it runs the gamut as far as who the, the targets are, which can be challenging at times because yeah. there are so many different targets to go after. But mm -hmm. at the same time, that's what I love about minor league sports is that it, it has a wide reach. Yeah, you've got, um, you know, of course, you know, welcome also to Maine. You you joined us in uh, 2017. I appreciate your expertise and and helping uh, drive this uh, this business, uh, this team. Um, it's a big it's a big job, um, and I think that uh, you know having uh, you know your selection of of team players. Talk to us a little bit about your team and uh, you know why why that's an important part of the driver. Um, a lot of these guys are, are new; they're entering kind of professional sports for the first time. But that that name recognition still is a big part of that driver, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's that's a huge part of the ECHL is essentially double A hockey. So it's sort of along the same lines as the Portland Sea Dogs here locally, right. um, where they're double A to the to the Red Sox. So 
yeah, we, we get a lot of guys um, that are coming out of college or recently um, out of juniors and sort of starting their professional hockey journey. Um, there is a lot of turnover. So it is um, there. There are some uh, players that don't stay for long. Uh, there's also players that get called up to Providence. Uh, we've had a couple players already that have uh, played in the NHL as well. So mm-hmm. it is an interesting mix of um, of sort of that amateur turn to professional hockey player. So they, they get an understanding of what it means to be a professional athlete here. Um, and also with the ECHL being different than the AHL, the AHL gets all of their players from the NHL affiliate. So they don't really get a say in where they go. But a lot of the mm-hmm. ECHL players are not under contract with an NHL team. So they can choose where they go. And that's where really it helps to be here in Portland, Maine, because <laughs> some of the other locations within the league aren't as attractive as Portland, Maine. So right. to be able to say, hey, not only do you get to play hockey professionally, but then you also get an, an amazing location to live in. Um, and I think you've seen that with some of the uh, the old Mariners that were here in the 70s. Right. A lot of them still live in the area because they – they came here, they saw how great it is, and they decided to, to let their roots grow. So talk to us a little bit about um, this season. Right now, you're, you just came off the COVID. You know, nothing happened last year. The year before that, you had some pretty good numbers. I think it was uh, um, in, in 18, 19, you did about close to 3,000 average seats. Um, a year after that, about 2,685 in average seats per game. Talk to me about this year. Yeah, uh, this year has been great. Um, We have really had a a nice uptick in our season tickets, Mm -hmm. which is great. Um, It's it's really uh, wonderful to have a good season ticket base. It just creates um, a nice base going into each game. So we, over the summer, we announced we were changing affiliations from the New York Rangers to the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I mentioned, the, the minor league sports fan can be fairly casual. So I wasn't sure exactly how, um, how well that news would be received. Uh, I certainly knew that, if anything, this is Bruins country. So right. I knew that it was the perfect affiliation. I just wasn't sure how it would translate to ticket sales. Yeah. But I've been pleasantly surprised. Our season tickets have been... Um, way higher than the first two years. Um, and like I said, that sort of creates a nice base going into each game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've been, we've been pleasantly surprised by that. Well, Bobby Orr is actually on in my studio right here. This uh, a picture of him and his uh, kind of iconic, you know, um, you know, perpendicular to the ice scene. Remember that one? Yes, yeah. Autographed. And I was, uh, you know, of course I had a Bobby Orr shirt probably in Phyllis Bazito was a you know different one, <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's a, we are um, Boston Bruin country. There's no doubt about that. Um, talk a little bit about uh, this year and how's it going with the wins and losses. Yeah. Wins and losses. Uh, it, it, we're about even, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, based on sort of like I was talking about that you get, a lot of new guys in. So sometimes it takes a little time to mesh. Um, but I, I think we've, we've hit our, our stride a little bit uh, over the last two weeks. It seems like we're getting a little bit more of a, an identity as a team. Um, we've got actually, we, we had quite a rush of home games recently. We had six games in 10 days, um, which felt very much like I was back in baseball. Um <laughs> But now we are on the road now for two long road trips. So mm-hmm. we don't have a home game for another two weeks. So I think that that also can help a team uh, on the road is just getting closer. So 
Um, we're, we're certainly hoping that the the team continues to gel on this road trip and, and comes back and makes a playoff push. But right now we're in fourth place, uh, top four nice. teams in the, the division make the playoffs. So we're certainly hopeful that we'll have some postseason hockey. And we're kind of, we're, we're chasing the other uh, Kelly cup and that's in July. Is that right? Yeah. Well, uh, the Kelly cup last year was in July okay. because of the COVID delayed start. Right. Um, this year it'll probably be the finals will probably be mid June, mid June, okay, but the playoffs great. kick off right after the regular season ends. So, so you've got some uh, third week. Yeah. So you've got some players like Pascal LaBerge and uh, Santos and so forth. Talk about them and how they're, they're all playing together. Yeah. I mean, we've got some great leaders. Doherty is our, our, uh, our captain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really a, a great group of guys. Um, I've worked in minor league sports my whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say without a doubt, hockey players are the the best guys. Um, they, they're just down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find that, um, in baseball, if you get a little mouthy, maybe you get a fastball to the back or something like that. But mm-hmm. in hockey, if you get mouthy, you might get your teeth knocked out. So <laughs> I think that, uh, hockey players learn pretty quickly to, uh, not only be, you know, defend your brother, uh, skating next to you, but also have respect for the game as well. So, um, really they're just great. It's a great group of guys. So, um, certainly have enjoyed getting to know them a bit. Um, and, uh, w- with COVID restrictions, we haven't been able to introduce them as much to the, uh, to the public as far as appearances are concerned, but mm-hmm. we're certainly hoping that changes, uh, as we look towards next season. Now, now the, the last time I was at, that was before COVID, um, there's quite a show that goes on. Talk a little bit about those extra promotional things that you guys do to kind of make it a, a really interactive experience for the, uh, the attendees. Sure. Well, I mean, that's, that's the, the beauty of minor league sports is that we, uh, we can think outside the box and that goes back to, again, what I, what I said before is the casual fan. Um, we need to have some bells and whistles that entice casual fans that aren't necessarily looking to go to a hockey game. Mm -hmm. Um, so just this past weekend, we, we did, um, uh, an underwear toss, uh, which was benefiting, uh, a local homeless shelter that, um, they've, they came to us and they said, underwear is one of the most needed items at, at homeless shelters. So we already had our teddy bear toss. So we said, why don't we incorporate that in with, uh, with underwear? That's amazing. Uh, we also have, uh, uh, you know, star Wars nights. Uh, we've got wild blueberries night, which was the, uh, the second place team name, uh, that mm-hmm. fans seem to love. So we'll do another wild blueberries night. Um, but really, uh, we've got, we go across the board. We've got military appreciation night and then, um, we've got sort of the funny, you know, the underwear toss type event. So, right. um, it's, it, that is what I really enjoy most about minor league sports is yeah. really trying to find those, um, creative, uh, casual niches that people, uh, look to, to buy tickets for. What does a super fan look like in Maine? <laughs> Who is the super what, fan? Uh, a super fan, I guess would just be somebody that, that truly follows the team, you know, wins and losses. They, they take it to heart. They know the players, they follow the player development. They follow, um, how, which players we sign, which players we trade for. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned, the, the ECHL, there's a lot of roster movement. So I think that it, the, a diehard here really has to pay attention to the roster pretty intensely right. because there can be moves on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, but really, it's it's a, a diehard. Really, is a supporter of Maine. Is a supporter of Maine hockey. Is is just a, a an overall fan of 
having hockey here in Portland, Maine. Yeah. So, you know, let's get back to the business part of this uh, and, and the operational component of it. You know, you're pretty active, I think, probably in the business community. You stay part of that tourism industry. Um, talked about that that collaboration, how that kind of synergi- that synergistic relationship within the community. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost like um, you're building friendships. You know, you're building these relationships with various companies. Uh, we're a part of the chamber. We're a part of Visit Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those groups are, are just a collection of great companies, people that want to see Maine be successful on the business front and want to help each other as well. Yeah. Um, that's really what I've found out rather quickly here in Maine is people of, of Maine are willing and able to help each other out um, and, and step up in, in various ways. So to be able to have that support to, for me to, to come into Maine, never having lived here, um, really, I felt like I was welcomed with open arms Mm -hmm. across the board, uh, especially on the business side. People Mm -hmm. were not only happy to have a hockey team back, but they were just happy to, to have another colleague, to have another person to, talk to as far as uh, uh, as far as business is concerned. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a key area. You know, and of course, you know, you got here just in time for, you know, a couple of years and then, then COVID hits. Um, and then you guys made the, the decision to um, just kind of sit out, um, you know, last year. Um, just talk about that. What happens to players? What happens to that whole uh, ecosystem, that supply chain that, that you're used to like, you know, moving and, and uh, moving the levers every single day? What happens during that kind of a situation? Yeah, well, what happened was we had certain players under contract that were allowed to go play for another team because we were not being we were not playing. So um, we were certainly happy that they were able to have an opportunity to to play. I think a lot of uh, a lot of players ended up uh, going overseas right. uh, to Europe to play as well. Um, but yeah, it was it was obviously very unique and something that we never want to go through again. Right. Um, but it was also a point of learning and understanding. And uh, there was still that support locally and a great understanding. I mean, it's certainly a, a big, uh, it's a bummer to to have your season canceled, but yeah. people were understanding and they they came back out um, in strength yeah. and they showed it as, as the, as the season started up. Yeah. What's the, what's the one thing you'd like, um, uh, ticket holders and, and audiences in Maine to know about, um, you know, what they get, uh, when they come to a game and, and why that's important driver, you know, for, for, for Maine and Portland specifically. Sure. I, I think customers just should know that our, our staff, while we are small, we've got 11 business, uh, front office staff, we care a lot about the product. We care a lot about the, the Mariners and we care a lot about the, the area. Mm-hmm. So not only are we trying to put on a good show at the games, but we're also looking to support the community around us. We're, we're not just coming in um, looking to, to sell tickets and looking to sell sponsorship. We want to be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just try our best to communicate that to fans and communicate that to the area. And Right. Uh, obviously we can't make everybody happy all the time with various promotions and things that we do, but mm-hmm. it's been really just, uh, an amazing experience to have, to get to know the fan base here, mm-hmm. have the support of the fan base here. Um, and it's, it, we're, we're looking forward to finishing this year strong and then hopefully having even an even more, 
uh, I guess you could say normal season, whatever normal might mean. <laughs> well, that's that's very well said. You know, if you've listened to my uh, my podcast, you know that I'm going to surprise you with a game show. There's three questions I'm going to give you right now, Adam. Okay. All right. I'm going to put you on the seat here. All right. And I don't want anybody there's no phone a friend. I do have a panel of judges just sitting to my right here. First question is, Adam, Connor Doherty versus Marcus Power in a one-to-one who wins. I, I would give the nod to Doherty. Why? I, I I think I you know what I've I've known him uh, a bit, and I think he's got he's sort of got a, a hidden tenacity that uh, I don't think would be stopped. So right. I would have to go with our our captain. Let me just check with the judges. They said absolutely correct. You are <laughs> correct with that one. Um, okay, Thank you. question number two. Okay, we know that you've been here for a few years now. Okay, so we're going to be we're still going to be hard on you. Best diner breakfast in Portland. <laughs> uh, that's that is a good one. I mean, I I've had I would probably say Becky's. Um, Hot Supper is has always been uh, a favorite of mine. But if you're looking for for a good diner meal, Becky's is hard to miss. Uh, all the judges are nodding right now. Absolutely correct. You're you're two for two right now. Okay, this is the third one. This is a difficult one. What is the preferred? Um, Hockey skate on the market today. Power? The preferred hockey skate. What brand? I would say Bauer. I'm not sure. Warrior? No, I'm sorry. You're wrong. It's, yeah. it's CCM. Yeah, it's CCM. CCM. Yeah. You know, and, you know what's funny? You you asked that question. I I have never played hockey in my life. Okay. Uh, and I just I just work for the team. Right. So I, uh, it is unfortunate that I am not yeah. a hockey player myself. Yeah. Um, but that's honestly, that's one of the, yeah. the great stories of, of my career is that I, I started uh, with the Philadelphia Phantoms. That was my first full-time gig. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't even a huge hockey fan at the time, but part of my job was to run the game production. So I had to sit up in the booth and watch the games. Yeah. And that's when I really fell in love with the sport. Well, I apologize, Adam, I, but I just got a note from the judges and it says there's no excuses. That's what they said. So I, it's I'm not, not me. It's not me. It's I'm what not they throwing say, so. myself on the mercy of the court. <laughs> okay. I just uh, thought that it would be a nice footnote to let yeah. uh, let everybody know that just because I work in, in hockey, maybe right. I'm not uh, as keen to the skate type. I understand. So thanks for playing along here. So Adam, what is it that you'd like uh, you'd like the uh, our audience to know? Um, you've got still got a full, uh, got quite a bit of games left here to play. Um, what else that you'd like to share? Yes, we uh, we're making a final push to the playoffs. So uh, we had a big, a very busy January, and now uh, things have slowed down a little bit as far as home games are concerned. But mm-hmm. we, we're back home uh, starting February 18th. We've got another weekend, so February 18th, 19th, and 20th, right. uh, which will include our Star Wars night, our throwback night, which is like uh, a throwback jersey um, that will be auctioned off on the 19th, and then. Looking forward, we've got uh, the Wild Blueberries in March. We've got Country Night in March uh, and Fan Appreciation Night April 16th. So um, all of those things put together, hopefully, will uh, lead us to the postseason. And we're, we're talking about extra hockey in, late into the spring. Great. And where do they get tickets? Where do we get tickets? Mariners is our website. And you can follow us on various social media uh, with the handle at Mariners of Maine. That sounds great. Hey, listen, um, Adam Goldberg, thank you so much. You're so kind to come and join us. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, everybody. This is Brian Bickford of Mainly Matters and the Tourism and Travel Channel. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you.